everybody. Welcome back to the Real Marriage Podcast. We are finally back after a little hiatus, um, which we just had to do. Oh my goodness, life is crazy. Heather <laughs> Lynn Gilstrap. How, how are you holding up? You doing okay? Well, I just cried a lot before we pressed record, <laughs> which oh my if you've goodness. been with us for a while, you know that that's not too weird for Heather. No, for sure. Man, it is... Uh, Man, just an overwhelming season. Like 2020 was just everyone's challenge, right? Just a crazy season. But we've stepped in, into 2021 and our lives are changing in some pretty profound ways. 2020 for our family personally was easy. <laughs> yeah. Compared we were to killing it. <laughs> compared to what's happening. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we we've missed you guys, but just for our own sanity and just for some reasons that'll make sense. We've had to take a little break, but it's good to be back. And we just want to share with you. You're like an extension of our family. We want to fill you in. If you follow our Instagram, you know one of them, which we're going to share here in just a minute. But another one is kind of a, a major change for our whole family. So uh, we're just going to jump right into it. No icebreakers needed. We're no. just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna roll along here. So Heather, uh, fill us in on the first announcement, if you will, for our yes. family. Well, if you didn't see Instagram, the first insane surprise is that I am pregnant <laughs> with baby number five, My goodness. which I can't say without laughing. <laughs> <laughs> She's rubbing her arm, oh. just nervous over there, just <laughs> thinking about it. Oh. Five kids. Yeah. My car doesn't even fit no, five people. Griffin needs a new car. <laughs> the minivan barely works. Oh, it's going to be snug. If yeah. anyone knows of a 15 passenger van deal <laughs> going on anywhere. Oh, well, well, I have to tell you that the crazy testimony side of this, because I mean, I feel like we have said on the podcast, for, I don't know how many episodes we're exhausted. We're tired. We're definitely done. Yeah. We have nothing else to say. Like, you know, everyone says I'm tired. Like we're legit. No, like, <laughs> yeah. Just, how you doing? Tired. Just tired. Um, and the best way, but so I have to share the incredible God side of this because it is amazing. This is awesome. And you, kind of walk through the story. I'll interject a little bit, but yeah, this is just my test, our testimony with this and the, why we have peace, even though I literally cannot imagine giving birth. I have no idea how to do five children. I'm still figuring out four, but, um, so December 30th, 2020, I had a dream. Um, I wrote it down in my journal. I had a dream that I was pregnant with a girl. I knew it was a girl. I had a pretty good size baby bump in my dream. My, our third daughter, Skylar was with me. And in the dream, I knew she was five. Mm. And in real life, she will be five, June 24th. And I was just standing in my room with her drinking water, ice cold water to get the baby to move. And that was it. Then I woke up hmm. and I woke up and I thought, Lord Jesus, let that be <laughs> like a spiritual birthing. Maybe my book. Like I genuinely, yes, I noted it because it was so vivid. And I've learned through my walk with the Holy Spirit that he does speak to me through dreams. And I'm learning. It's dangerous when Heather has a dream. I, Something's Griff coming. Griffin by now is in like, well, tell me, you know, he yeah. kind of perks up when I'm like, Hey, I had a dream. He's like, what was it? <laughs> well, that's been cool in our, in our journey with the Lord. God speaks to us in different ways, but like the, just the, your artistic and the way, like you'll be hearing the birds outside and just get inspired by something like God gives you vision and dreams for sure. Yeah. So we yeah. could, you can't take that lightly, but we didn't really 
do much with that. Griffin laughed. He was like, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Out keep of dreaming. nervousness. I'm and... like, babe, I'm not choosing that. Yeah, and, yeah. And so February comes around and I had just a very odd physical month. I just felt kind of off. I actually thought something was wrong. Like, I don't mm. know, like pre-menopause. I'm just kind of like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I just didn't feel right. I didn't feel pregnant because I know what that feels like. Um, we actually were playing soccer in a league. Every time I played Every soccer. Every time we play soccer. I get pregnant. <laughs> babies. Seriously. Um, and I was a few days late and I didn't have any tests in the house. And I was in my quiet time with the Lord. And I was actually journaling. Like, I'm very nervous. Is something wrong with me? I was not even thinking yeah. I might be pregnant. Your, gen- your body's been through so much for our whole marriage. Yeah. My, so it could my, have been anything. Well, my thyroid's weird. My adrenals are off. I genuinely was like, Lord, I'm very nervous. Is something wrong with me? And I just said, like, if I'm pregnant, will you just like in this incredible, miraculous way, confirm this for me? Because I just... I don't know. I I just need you to tell me. I don't have a test. Like, can you just show me? You didn't want to take a test. And you told me, I think, and I'm I'm more of like, I'm going to brush this off until it's real because I don't want to go there. And (laughs) And, well, Griffin woke up and I was like, I want you to know that I I'm late. And I just asked the Lord to just like confirm this for us. But like, I might be pregnant. I don't know, but something's not right. So that was in the morning? That was in the morning. And then the same day. So then like an hour or two later, my, our, our good friend, Joy, she works at our church. She's one of the worship leaders, texts me and out of nowhere. And she says, Hey, this is really weird. I had a dream about your family. I've never had a dream about your family before. You had me watch all your children, but I want to let you know, it was three girls, a boy and a baby girl. And she goes, I'm not saying I'm prophetic, but I just felt like I need to let you know. (laughs) And I just started bawling and I just turned my phone around and showed it to Griffin. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what my face looked like. I was just like, come on. And he just smiled. So that I I told you to take a test just so we would know, because I was like, there's just no way. Like biologically, based on how we've functioned, <laughs> we still don't really understand how this happened. No, guys, I, I mean, unless I really don't understand ovulation. <laughs> well, we're Lord, danger. We're too dangerous. The Lord shifted my calendar. Yeah. Literally, literally. It does not make sense. So we knew. And then we're just like, I'm like, yeah, take a test. But I mean, we knew. Just God us. just literally told us we were <laughs> pregnant. I mean, I knew it. I was like, I'm pregnant. There's yeah. no way I'm not that I, God literally just answered my prayer. And then I took a test like that afternoon. I took two and mm-hmm. they were both positive. And I still get thrown off by those stupid tests <laughs> in the the light. Just make it a dark line. <laughs> I need to get the ones that say pregnant or Please. not. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter anymore. But I go the cheap way, babe. And I do the I lines guess. to save us money. It's just, you can't leave that up to... Griffin. But you saw the, or you heard the heartbeat today for the first time. I heard the heartbeat today. Ultrasound tomorrow. Yes. Feeling the flutters. I'm about 12. I'll be 12 weeks (laughs) when you all hear this. Heather literally cried, put her face on the bed and cried very sad tears. Last delivery was difficult. I mean, her body, all that goes through just your, your tummy and will you ever be the same? All all these things. And I'm just like, what have I done to this woman? (laughs) What? And, and that's just, now that I'm not happy. No, we're I'm just, pumped. I'm just not naive. Like I know it's brutal what happens. And I've worked so hard yeah. to be here 
at Man. this size and fitness level. Yeah. And just to be like, my reality now is I'm going to have to do that all again. Yeah. Like, and I feel like I've gotten out of my pregnancies, like unscathed. Like I don't really have stretch marks and my tummy. And it's just, it's like, no, you're doing well. Can I make it through one more? You're doing good over there. <laughs> so say a prayer just over my body. <laughs> now yeah. here's, so this is for the guys though. So the best part of that for me is this. <laughs> <laughs> we people told us to schedule a vasectomy. If you don't know what that is, just Google it real quick. Yeah. But it it's an operation on the man to make sure you don't have kids anymore. So we should have done that like five years ago, I guess. But <laughs> um, people kept asking me. I think after we had Skylar, like, are you gonna do this? Yeah, are you our do this? third. And we were kind of weird about that early on. It's like, are we playing God? You know, and I like struggled. the faith side of it, yeah. and you know. <laughs> but at some point. <laughs> You gotta make some moves here. We've been fruitful and multiplied. Yeah. So we had Elisha and it was like, all right, four. We had got the boy. Everyone's like, oh, you got the boy. It's like, we don't plan this. This is just, <laughs> what do you call yourself? Fertile Myrtle, something weird. <laughs> so yeah, I scheduled it at this place. This is ridiculous. So I schedule it and I go a cheap route, save some money. Oh, this geez. vasectomy guy who's on billboards, like what vasectomy. a- Vasectomy.com. What a vast web. Oh. free promotion. But what a, like he does that. He deals with those things every day. Every day. That's his things. life. He is those. Yeah, man. Like what a job. Like when you go to school and you're like, I want to do vasectomies. I'm going to be, the, he's going to like, just I want to handle it. male genitalia <laughs> every day. Sorry. Anyways. Uh. So he was very professional, but I got it cheaper because they had tests. They had people that he training. was training yeah. and I didn't know they were going to, how much the trainee was going to be involved. So it was this woman who was very nice, but as she's, <laughs> oh, good thing. I mean, I did, I just kind of <laughs> closed my eyes and anyways, so it was wild, but we scheduled this out like three months. This was five days. Yeah. Before I got that done, seriously, we found out it was the last window of opportunity. For God Heather just laughed in our faces and said, "Yeah, <laughs> I, I am God. Here's another baby." <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh my goodness! So, uh, yes, big announcement. It's wild. Five children. It's probably going to be a girl. Uh, yep. I mean, both those dreams. It was a girl. Crazy. So. My gut is that it's a girl for sure. I don't even have names left. I've I don't got even. Nothing. <laughs> we're struggling. We I have can't even one go name there. idea. Yeah, that's it. I have nothing else. Yeah, I'm not sold on it. <laughs> so, anyways, wow. So, pray for Heather's body. We're very excited. We, it's awesome. we love it. We love our family. Every time we have a kid, we're like, man, can you imagine not having yeah. the, this one here? You know. So, boom. <laughs> Woo! All right. So the second one. You ready? Yeah. I'm asking me if I'm ready or them yeah. if they're ready. <laughs> well, they can't answer. Um, sure. <laughs> so there, our second news is really exciting. It's not completely a thousand percent official, but it really is happening. Yeah. So we've been praying for probably over a year about uh, my future. Uh, obviously, I'm a pastor at Harborside. It's been an incredible um, almost 10 years there. My family's been there for 19 years. Yeah. Uh, wow. 2002, we started. And so just an incredible journey. Kurt, our pastor, did our wedding. I got baptized there. I mean, it's my home church. We love the people. But God, in 2020, right before the pandemic was stirring in our hearts that I'm called to be a head pastor somewhere mm -hmm. and not at Harborside. Yeah. And so we prayed into that. We prayed into that. And Heather's had this lingering dream. What are you doing to the phone <laughs> over there? Anxious. You're so fidgety. I have to pee, but I'm going to hold it. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
So we were, she's desired to live in seasons, as you've heard her talk about mountains, My seasons. My book is called Seasons. Exactly. So <laughs> the North Carolina has been on Heather's heart for a long time. She wanted to go to school there. And I'm from South Carolina. I'm from the real South and kind of miss that, that part of the country, I think. But during the one word God was giving us, all this buildup before I even was pursuing a job was the word Montana. <laughs> Literally, how many different places did we see a bumper I sticker? Counting. Over 20. Over like well, we, over we turn 20. the TV on and it goes to the weather channel. Today in Montana, a snowstorm, uh-huh. we're just like, God, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are we going to Montana the tundra? Like, <laughs> like there's more cattle than there's people. There's more cows than people. Wait, are you kidding me? I mean, God was just Montana. Constantly. Montana. And so we're like, all right, let's figure this out. Montana in Spanish means mountains. mountains. That has to be it. That's got to be it. <laughs> right? Yeah. My friend Maya, who um, she's like, oh, it's Montana's. It's probably it, mo- mountains. I'm it like, has to I be. I receive Maya. That's what it is. <laughs> we're looking up like this pastor we like in Montana, like he can do it, but he looks cold. <laughs> He's always <in laughs> he doesn't have coats. a tan. <laughs> Man, so we're just like, wow, what does this mean? And so right at the end of 2020, I felt led to put my my name out there, start reaching out. I reached out to this guy that like is connected to Montana. He's literally like, dude, there's no churches that it, will actually pay you. Right. He said every other pastor, they have a second job and yeah. it's like farming. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, dude, they don't they don't have like big churches. So I'm just like, This can't be it's it. gotta be a code word. It's got to be. It's got to be God's going to use that somehow. And so we didn't hear that for a very long time. This is a long story, but this is just how God's been kind of working with yeah. us. And so I reached out to all these different people and it kind of lands us in this this church in North Carolina, King, North Carolina, right by Winston-Salem. And the more we talked to them, did an interview, talked to the people, it just started to feel like there's momentum yeah. here. The people were awesome. They've been amazing. Um, the interview went really well, just learning about the culture, the people. And man, we were like, there's no there's no reason to not continue to pursue it. So Heather and I left the kids for four days with our grandparents. Oh my goodness, what a journey that Props was. Props to them. They're Woo! incredible. I cried a lot. That is not an easy job. We did it. Everyone I was did. like, let's change our flight to the Bahamas. We never get like, away. This is great. I was loving it. My baby. <laughs> Heather, just please enjoy time with me. We don't get this a lot. That's true. So we went up there Palm Sunday. So the week before Easter, I preached. We met, I don't know, it. tons of people. Um, and it just went so well. God was all over it. And we were looking for red flags. We were looking for the problems and like, you know, trying to figure out what's what's going on. Is there anything we we aren't seeing? But really what was really cool, the the worship pastor's wife reached mm-hmm. out to Heather on Facebook. This was this was kind of showed me like, man, I this think is this is happening. And Heather looked at her Facebook profile and it said that she lived in Montana. Yeah. <laughs> randomly. And well, then we, go ahead. Well, no, I, that was, I hadn't been a part of any of the process. Like yeah. every interview, every conversation Griffin had, I wasn't in it. You know, a lot of Zoom calls and stuff like that. And I was like, man, do they like not want to meet me? <laughs> <laughs> and this is the first interaction I had with anyone from the church. Right. And she reached out asking me a question. And so I did what any good person would do. And I did a little Facebook stalking. <laughs> and when I saw, like, I w- I just looked off, you know, about and all this stuff and where she lived round top Montana, I mm. gasped. And I was like, <laughs> no Boom, way. 
So go ahead. Do you finish? Yeah. So then I talked to the worship pastor and his family owns a ranch in Montana. I think he really wants to live in Montana. You do? He does. Oh, he wants to be back. I think he said he's like joked about that. And I'm just like, wow, God just speaking yeah, right there. I felt and like it was our, our, our quiet yeah. confirmation. It's like personal with God. That's Very how God personal. works. If you're listening and you're looking like God speaks in so many ways, it's just not always as quick as you want it to be. But man, so that was right before the trip. And that gave me confidence actually going yeah. in like, man, this is really a possibility. So mm -hmm. they made an offer last week. We accepted it. And uh, pending a vote actually by the church. Yeah, they have to vote. Um, but they, they'll vote. It, yes. All signs are pointing <laughs> to, we are moving we to are North Carolina in the middle of June. Yes. My uh, goodness. Heather's dreams are coming true. It's pretty wild. 25 children in <laughs> North Carolina. Oh, Woo! yeah. How does it feel to know you're going to go live where you've dreamed of living basically your whole life? Oh, she's crying. I love it. It's amazing. Literally, she's talked about like she sweats a lot. That we never, <laughs> we literally never go to the beach. And so it's bittersweet, you know, just... Now we're thinking of transitions and selling our house and moving and uprooting the kids and all the schools and this and this. But man, God is calling us mm -hmm. to go do something. And we are in God's will. And it's so funny, the people at the church, they were trying to, they were looking at us like, you're at a church of 3,000 plus people, like God's doing great things there. Why would you move from Tampa, which they all vacation here, yeah. which is so funny, <laughs> to King, North Carolina, which is a small, rural town right outside of Winston-Salem. And the answer was easy because God's telling us to. Because God told us to. Period. That was it. We will go and do whatever God wants to be. Thankfully, it's not Montana, <laughs> although yeah. it's probably, a, everyone loves Montana, but just the beauty of it. But man, and it's the prayer Heather's been praying for yeah. years. Like it's just such a blessing. And so I'll be closer to my family in Greenville, South Carolina. Like God's just doing so many cool things in many different ways. So yeah, I wow. think, I think the most, I think I went in and just if I can speak on like confirmation and change and, um, if you're walking through change or there's just so many unknowns, like when you give God your yes, whether that's to give something to someone like an amount of money or just something that's like, are you sure God, or sure. if he wants to move you, he wants you to change your job or he wants you to do something that just feels super radical and not safe, right. I guess, because like none of this, like if you look at it from that perspective, like it doesn't make sense. Like we have an awesome school they go to on a scholarship that they'd have literally forever through 12th grade. Like yeah. we can't lose it. That helps us pay for all of it. Your job is incredible. There's nothing wrong. Nothing's broken. No, like it's perfectly set up. Right. Like, and, and there's just so many incredible opportunities. But when we knew that the Lord was calling us and we gave him our yes, something just happens in your heart where, and, you know, I, I wrote a blog and I wrote, it's like, you're wearing a blindfold and you're running. You're just like, <laughs> and I'm just listening for your voice of just like, just tell me where to go. And it's exciting and it's petrifying at the same time. And, sure. and I think I went into the trip, like looking for a big neon sign that was like, this is it, you know, yeah, yeah. or I wanted to 
like feel like this moment where like while Griffin was preaching, like the Lord just like light coming down in the windows right on him. Or I wanted this moment that I could be like, that was the moment I knew. Mm -hmm. And that didn't happen. And then when we came home, I was like, Oh no, I didn't have that moment. Did I miss it? And you know, I was because you want to be sure. Because I want to be sure. Like, yeah. there's literally no houses for us. I have no idea where our children are going to school. I have no idea where we're going to deliver this baby. Like, people have asked me questions. And my answer is, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know. But yeah. when we said yes, like when we committed and we accepted it because we really felt called to say yes, all of a sudden, this internal peace just came rushing over me. And and I often think we want the confirmation before we step out. But I think that the confirmation comes after you step out. Like faith is not in what you see. And he doesn't, and I'm in this place, it it literally feels like the blindfold running or like a legit trust fall (laughs) because every safety net has been removed. And it's all we have is him. And just being like, okay, like this is one step at a time. And every step that we've taken, like I want to be really vigilant about stopping and and praising him and thanking him for it. Like we said, yes, I've just been like, I'm just going to worship you for a whole year of wondering where we now know where. Yeah. And that is that Amazing. I'm going to worship you for that. Yep. And then, but in, cause I think we often are like, okay, check now where's our What's house. Next? What's can, next? Can you answer that? Can you show me that right now? Please. Thank you. But it's like before I'm even allowing my mind to go to the next unknown. Cause those, we have some really big unknowns. It's like, God, I'm going to choose to yep. have Thanksgiving and worship you in this before we move to the next. It's huge. And you just let him, it's like Abraham, that's kind of been our, our character, I guess. He, yeah. just, he just went and he, he just uh, God just kept laying out the path and his faithfulness was seen. And it's just a God story. It's just allowing him to show up continuously. It also puts you in a place of needing him continuously. So I have a heart in my faith. I'm expectant that I'm going to experience him in yeah. a new way because I'm so dependent on him. Like I've never been in my life. <laughs> right. Like this is the biggest thing we've ever done. Yeah. Coupled with having another baby. Like it's, <laughs> oh my goodness. and and so I just feel like it's a, it's an insane transition turning point in our lives. And I want to do it so faithfully. Right. Yeah. And it, we won't know everything there. It will be hard. There will be challenges. That doesn't mean it's wrong. That's like right. it's all part of it. So what what matters to us is we're in God's will and come whatever comes, like we're good. We're right. in his will and we're, we'll grow and he has entrusted us with a lot. So woo, that's it. That's yeah. been our lives. I don't know how your life is going. <laughs> um, maybe a little more peaceful and calm, but we're so excited. We do plan uh, for sure for now. I've got to figure out my job and what that looks like. And we'd love to continue the podcast. We've got to figure out what our new normal looks like as we go on. So uh, we'll kind of keep running with it <clears throat> for now as we prepare to move and all that, but we'll keep you posted on any changes or what that looks like. Yeah. So thanks so much for giving us grace and and giving us a month to process all of this. <laughs> um, we hope you're just ready to jump back in with us. Um, we want to hear from you. So reach out to us if there's things going on in your life that you would love us to talk about and encourage you with. We are always open to hearing what our 
Real Marriage Podcast family is needing and wanting. We're here for you to pour into you. Um, be praying for us. It's really wild over here, but so good. Um, and if you're walking through change or you're going through a tra- transition and you're feeling God call you to step out, um, we'd love to pray for you because we literally know what that feels like right now. Very raw. <laughs> so uh, I hope you guys have an awesome week. We love you so much. We're thankful for you. And we will talk to you soon. This podcast is produced by talkedits.com. You talk, we'll edit. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We hope you enjoy getting to know Griffin and Heather. For more information about them, visit realmarriagepodcast.com. That's realmarriagepodcast.com. Thanks for listening.